I'm Kate. And I'm Jesse, and you're listening to Cocktails and Content Creation. <laughs> Let's do this. I do believe that you can manifest money. And the reason I think you can is because I feel like I've done it. That open mindset, that's what's going to bring in the money. Welcome to Cocktails and Content Creation, the podcast dedicated to helping you easily create content with confidence. I'm Kate Andrews. And I'm Jesse Wyman. Welcome back to another episode of Cocktails and Content Creation. This is episode 93. If you're enjoying the podcast, why not leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening? We would love to know what you think. For today's episode, we're chatting about a different kind of topic, getting a little into the metaphysical or you know whatever you may want to call it. And we're asking the question, can you manifest money, which mm-hmm. again, it's a little, little out there considering we've always dealt with some, you know, hard, cold, hard facts talking right. about cold, hard cash coming in yeah. <laughs> um, a little but, bit beyond the cocktails and the content, content creation, creation, but still important and relevant yeah. to a lot of you listening. And we've, you know, we have talked about mindset in the past, which may play a big part in this. Uh, but before we get into that and get into the the really good stuff. Let's start with the first good stuff. What are you What are you drinking today, Jesse? Mm, so, some a uh, friend of mine actually dropped off some red wine she has lying around, just a little extra. And so, I want that friend. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what it is. Honestly, I'm not like a wine connoisseur, so I really don't care. Except <laughs> that it's just a cabernet, which normally I don't really like cabernets, but I feel like this one is so smooth that mm. it goes down so easy so not like not too many tannins or whatever they call those oh, things see i don't even know what that means i i'm i was just pulling that <laughs> good job yeah <laughs> i wanted to sound smarter than i actually am well i um almost didn't make it to our recording because of course running late as always these days so i grabbed a an adirondack sparkling water and raspberry lime mm. I love and the raspberry lime combo. Oh, it's so good. It's so funny. Our next door neighbor, they put out their can. This is going to sound like such a weird thing to say. Our next door neighbor puts out their cans every other week for recycling. And we actually take cans and bottles to like the local return center to get money. So we've just started <laughs> taking their cans and um, they they always drink the polar cranberry cranberry lime. Like it's mm. full. Their return, the return thing is full of cranberry lime. So the other day we're like out in our yard, and Alex had one in his hand, like the same thing in his hand. And our neighbor goes like, "Oh, yeah, that's my favorite flavor. Do you like those?" And I'm like, "Yeah, we know it's your favorite flavor. Oh, we know boy. very well. It was, it was just a funny interaction. Oh, man. Um, but you know, it, that kind of ties into you know our conversation because we go out there and we get the cans and <laughs> we return them." For money. So uh, let's let's get into this question of can you manifest money? And what is what are your thoughts, Jesse? So I am not a wooey person at mm-hmm. all. Like I I'm just don't identify as a wooey person, don't really understand a lot of you know those types of practices, but I will have to say that I do believe that you can manifest money and the reason I think you can is because I feel like I've done it. And again, maybe it's just coincidence, but I do believe that it has happened to me and it continues to happen. Um, mainly 
as it relates to getting really specific on my goals and how I run my business. So for example, I would say the first time that I sort of experienced a money manifestation moment was when I decided to niche to brand photography. And I remember prior to that, I was doing all the things with weddings and families and newborns and all the all the types of photography, not really having a clear direction, not really like running my business like a business, didn't really know how to market myself, didn't honestly really didn't care at that point. Um, but when I decided to niche down and specialize to brand photography, it really gave me clarity on the direction I was going with my business. And along with that clarity, I think my marketing efforts and like strategies of, you know, putting myself out there were more aligned with what I actually wanted to be doing. So I almost want to say like, maybe that created a sense of openness with, um, you know, people viewing my business and me viewing my business. And I just felt like the bookings really started to come through in uh, that way. So whether or not that's like just me taking more action on my <laughs> marketing efforts, but I do mm. feel like I was very open to being, to receive sessions because Right. It was more of what I wanted to do. Whereas before I was a pretty well booked like wedding photographer, but I feel like my heart was not really in it like it was is with brand photography. So when I pivoted, I was, you know, nervous that I wasn't gonna be able to make it work, but it actually worked well and that's what I continue to do today. I it's so interesting that you bring up the fact of niching down and the marketing because I'll start I'll for me I'll start off on kind of the personal um side of it uh, you know even growing up as a kid um you know I didn't grow up in a family that had a lot of money you know kind of single single parent home basically and I I didn't get everything I wanted in life I'm not going to say like I got everything that I wanted because somehow money would just rain down on me or anything like that but if I really wanted something and like whether I was too young to go get a job or you know I was already working a job and I, I couldn't get extra shifts because I was in school whatever um somehow I always ended up the money would come from someplace and it would be a check I would find that I guess I didn't cash from bir- my birthday or something like I, I would be going through my birthday cards like putting things away and I'd like find a check and be like um, this is awesome, you know, and I probably I totally would have spent that on something else had I cashed it at the time. So there was there was always a little bit of that. And my sisters actually always called me very lucky in that respect because that's always that's always kind of happened to me. Um, as an adult, not so much that kind of just all of a sudden discovering money. I would agree with you that it seems to be once you get more focused, um there are more opportunities presented to you. And even, you know, one of the things, I was actually listening to a podcast the other day about um, engagement on Instagram being down. And it was actually from February, but I just was kind of, you know, like seeing, well, what what's go- what was going on back then? Because I've noticed a little bit of a dip in engagement. And what what might I be able to apply to what I'm dealing with now? And one thing that this this very successful influencer was talking about is, you know, a lot of people will argue, well, if I'm not getting the engagement, why am I even bothering to post? Or why am I putting in the work or anything like that? 
if I'm not getting any kind of traction. And what she was saying is that if you continue to post high, and I mean, this does relate specifically to my job as an influencer, but she's like, if you continue to post high quality content and you continue to try to reinvent what you're doing and improve upon it, some somebody's going to eventually take notice. You know, it's not like she goes, some, something's going to happen for you. And I was just kind of standing there because it's usually I listen to these podcasts when I'm in the shower. <laughs> um, like I'm, I'm sure some of these people are, who are listening to us may be doing the same thing. I'm not entirely sure. Uh, so, like something just kind of clicked with me because I thought to myself, like I have been having a little bit of a, you know, earlier, actually it was earlier this summer. I had like a down, down spout. I was like, why is this not clicking for me? Like, what am I doing wrong? I tried different things. It just wasn't happening. And then all of a sudden I was presented with a really great opportunity. Um, and it kind of seemed like out of the blue, but it was because I continued, even though I was starting to feel like down and out, I was trying to do different things and try different things. And I think it finally did get right recognized and I was presented with an opportunity and I was able to, you know, go to the Berkshires um, with uh, Visit Massachusetts, Visit MA. So, you know, my continuing to work, even though I didn't, there wasn't really a ton of um, immediate response and reward, me continuing to do that, all of a sudden I was presented with this opportunity, which led to a um, paid partnership, which, you know, has been incredible. Uh, and it's actually led to a couple of other paid partnerships. So I think that you're right. Being open, um, having a mindset that something is going to happen, maybe is all that you kind of need to actually bring in money. Because let's face it, if you sit there and you don't do anything and you're just like, well, you know what? It's too hard. I'm never, it's never going to happen. Well, no, you're not going to get money. That's, that's not, mm -hmm. there's, there's no way to make money when you, when you feel that way, when you think that way, and when you act that way, you know, if you continue to have a positive mindset and you think to yourself, I can do this and I'm going to keep putting in the work and keep tagging, you know, for again, I'm talking mostly from an influencer point of view, which, you know, keep tagging the businesses that I, I love to wear or or keep using the hashtags for the travel companies that I would love to work with and relates to my content or whatever like that. Um, eventually, as long as you're putting in the actual work, yeah, it'll come your way. It's just frustrating when it <laughs> takes forever. And, well, it, and it can. I think uh, you, you mentioned briefly the being open to opportunity. So sure, you know, like the opportunities are sort of just coming your way because of the the work you've been consistently putting in, but also being able to see the opportunities when they do come mm -hmm. about. So, and that doesn't mean picking up every opportunity. I've, I have said no to things that don't align with my brand, even, even if it is paid, which believe me, that hurts. Right. Right. And I would say for me, there were certain projects and there's still projects that I take that aren't necessarily a hundred percent, you know, my ideal client. Um, but especially from like my perspective, like back when I was, you know, just starting out and really mm -hmm. starting to get bookings, um, being able to see an opportunity that may not, 
like initially feel like a good fit. You may think like, why would I want to do this? But if you continue to explore it as an option, you may find that it could be a good opportunity. So being open and then making that decision, but not just, you know, turning it down from face value right off the bat. Yeah, I, yes, don't, it can be so tempting to, I I think with any decision, I mean, unless it's your absolute dream decision, like I said, when I heard from Visit MA and they were like, yeah, we want to work with you. That was like, yes, done. Okay, let's do this thing. But I think it is important that to be, to be open to every opportunity that comes your way, but to really consider that opportunity from all different sides. Like, you know, as you said, it may not at first seem like it's going to be a hundred percent aligned with your brand, but looking at it from a different way or trying to come at it from, you know, my sister actually, this isn't necessarily a collaboration, but my sister the other day, you know, she's immunocompromised and she was talking about how she thought I should write a blog post about how to stay safe during flu season now that we're kind of all coming back together. And I looked at it and as well, you know, it's a really good idea because there's going to be a lot of people thinking like SEO um, doing like, you know, thinking about flu season and and um, how how can we keep um, from getting the flu? By the way, get your flu shot. That should be the first thing you do, but whatever. Um, how can we keep from getting the flu? And all of a sudden now we're all back together and we're not necessarily wearing the masks like we used to. But I am mostly a travel fashion motherhood blogger. So I took it as the, you know, okay, um, well, that is a really good idea. So what I'm going to do is how to stay safe while traveling during the flu season. So it related it back Mm -hmm. to my niche. Um, And it's, you know, there's been a couple of collaborations that have come my way that I thought I've thought maybe at first, like, "Mm, you know, that doesn't really fit with my brand. But yeah, definitely. I'll I'll figure I'll, I'll always try to figure out a way to make it work. It's just when something really is just kind of out of left field, I finally have to say, you know what, I don't, I don't think this is going to work out for me, but really taking the time to make the, all the considerations is, is important, but that open mindset, mm-hmm. that's, what's going to bring in the money. Yep. So, all right. Have we said all the things on this? Do we, think? I, I think we, uh, we touched upon everything that we could in all our right. little sort of mini episode. All right. Well, we hope you enjoyed this mini episode of cocktails and content creation, and you will continue to keep an open mindset. And hopefully that will help you to, uh, get into that, you know, can you manifest money mindset? kind of our little Halloween episode in a way. Mm -hmm. Uh, So make sure to join our Facebook group, Cocktails and Content Creation Community. And you can follow us on on Instagram at Cocktails and Content Creation. And you can also leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. We would love some love over there or wherever you're listening. I'm Kate Andrews and you can follow me on Instagram where my my engagement is still seeming to flail (laughs) a little bit at Fashionably Kate and Co. But I'm manifesting that it's going to go back up. So we'll see. It's all good. It's all good. <laughs> uh, I am Jesse Wyman, and you can follow me on Instagram at Jesse Wyman Photos, where I have not taken a look at my engagement rate lately. So maybe I should. <laughs> uh, but stay tuned uh, for another great episode of Cocktails and Content Creation next time. And then until then, cheers to your next cocktail. And happy content.